0: Hey people, I hope you guys are feeling and doing well on this new beautiful month, okay? I have already felt like I've had a very great start off to this month. So, in light of that, I've decided to share with y'all a few of my favorite apocalyptic end time movies and including about God, okay? Now, some of these movies are what most people would probably consider to be old school and I believe that has a lot to do with the fact that this was before, let me see, maybe before most people's time in our current generation, um, these movies came out, I think, I'm going to give an estimate date, either the late 90s or early 2000s and is when most of these movies came out. And when I was younger, as you guys know, I was raised in a very Christian household. So my belief is that, of course, I've told you guys I consider myself to be a spiritual person, um, not religious. However, I do believe the Bible, okay? I do believe God exists. I just do not know if I believe everything that has been said, okay? And I know for a fact there are things that are taken out of the Bible. So first, I'm going to start with my synopsis of these are my theories about the Bible. Then I'm gonna go into these top movies that I feel like if you've never seen them, I think you guys should watch them because it's about the apocalyptic times, dystopian futures, and et cetera this. Now, a few of these movies people may know because they came out in the mid-2000s, which is around the time that I graduated. I graduated high school in 2012. So that was around, you know, like mid So like 2012 to maybe like 2015, 16, that was around the time period when you saw a lot of these things come out, but a lot of people ignored them. I think I was just one of the few, again, who just pretty much caught on to these things. And so I decided to share them with you. So first, I'm going to give you my first theory. Now, I believe that God is actually a color. Yeah, a literal color. And I know people are probably wondering like, what do you mean? Well, if you ever know anything about art, There are primary colors, there are secondary colors. Now, I learned this when I was in high school, but any person that's ever taken art or been an art major, you learn more deeply about art and different things as you decide to go up. Like they'll teach you foreground, uh, middle ground, et cetera, this. This is how you make um, pictures that have a multi-dimensional frame or multi-dimensional work, right? It's like when you see pictures of towns, Right in the background, there's always these little towns, you see hills, and then the very front ground, which is the foreground, you see a really bigger picture. But that's how you end up making those things. But, anywho, let's focus on the main conversation. The three primary colors are red, yellow, and blue. Now, this is my personal theory, so you know you can believe what you want, but this is what I've come to realize. Okay. I believe that these three primary colors are protection colors from God. And I believe these colors have a very high frequency in them alone. And I also believe that is why black people are called black, because all of the colors mixed together make black. And I always wanted to know why black people are referred to a color and other race groups are called by different names, which I always thought was so strange. But I've learned to realize, I think this has a lot to do with frequency. And I believe that black people have a different frequency that is radiating on a color spectrum level due to the com- combination of primary colors or a combination of God colors. I mean, this is now my concept. This is what I've come up with. And I really believe it's true. Next, I also believe that in the story in the Bible, when you hear about uh, Mary and Joseph, now, if you don't know this, I'll break this down because I know everyone is not a Christian. In the Bible, there's a story and context of how Jesus Christ was basically born, okay? So Jesus was born um, by a Virgin Mary. Mary was a virgin, and Joseph was her husband. So Mary ended up having, uh, excuse me, having a baby conceived by an angel. Now, here is my two theories about this, Okay. Now, one, I said, well, what kind of angel was Mary conceived by? Because you know, as we know, the only way you can get pregnant is if you have sex with a man, you know, sperm. So I said, Jesus either was born from an angel, which is fallen angel, possibly Nephilim, or, okay, hear me out, Mary was impregnated by a god, making Jesus a demi-god which makes so much sense, okay, about why he was able to create miracles on earth. Think about it. He was walking around healing people. Jesus was on a different frequency than everybody else because he had no idea that he was a divine natured person, right? He was following his, uh, following God's like his higher consciousness, but I think no one else truly understood this in a deep context. And I started thinking about it. I said, wow, this makes so much sense. I said, Jesus was probably a demigod. He's basically like Hercules or Percy Jackson. These are stories or books if you've never read them. And I said, that is so crazy, but that makes way more sense about all the things that were taking place. And of course, as you saw, Jesus had a mass following right for whatever reason everybody followed him they loved how he lived he lived better he lived higher um he stood up against what was wrong you know so on and so on and the more i started thinking about this i said man this also sounds like when you think about it, some of these people in the world right and then you know some people unfortunately end up going to the dark side or i hate to say this uh, uh, under other influences whether it's for money but something i always notice is i told you when i think about the story of jesus's life or childhood or him becoming a man Um, Yeah. Oftentimes he was always seduced. Like if you ever see the level of temptation that he went up against, I think his was uh, I I couldn't even say more than the average man. Probably the same. But every time, despite what was going on, he chose to do what was right, what was moral, what was under these concepts. And I'm telling you, I start thinking like, man, what if there's more stories about you know, these things and books that we don't know about, about Jesus's life. So I start, you know, this is just my theory, but that's what I've come up with. Next, right. I want to go into these movies. So these are probably my top favorite movies. So the first I want to go into, okay, this one, I actually end up finding, I watched this one. Maybe I want to say a couple of months ago, but I watched it a few times and I cannot believe I have never heard of this movie until like I recently watched it and this came out I think and they said like the 2015 or something or 2012 something around that time but I'm going to pull this up oh man y'all and these are a few good ones this is just something I think a lot of people would probably actually enjoy if you have uh if you've never heard of them this is what I definitely feel like would be a good time let's see I'm going to see if I put this on my watch list. Mm. And every time, y'all, when I first started looking into some of these movies, I always thought to myself, like, you know, I'm one of those people that don't believe they make these things for no reason. There's a reason these films are made. You know, there's also a reason why they keep talking about God you know and I also will tell you I do think it's strange in society that they continue to push I don't know the idea of the devil being very normal but still uh try so hard to push the disbelief of God every time I think about that it's very strange but I just want to tell you that they do that a lot in our world so let's go into this because I thought it's gonna be this is gonna be very important so let us begin Alright, so the first movie I want to talk about Of course, if you have never seen this This movie is called Left Behind Now they have made a couple of versions Of the movie and parts of the movie But the one in particular that I saw When I was growing up came out in 2001 Okay, now, this one is very, very good, okay? Basically, it's talking about how millions of people completely vanished off the earth, and they were trying to figure out what's going on or what to do Now, they tried to remake a remake of the movie, I think, like in two thousand fourteen with more so like mainstream actors and stuff like that, but I kind of really like the original version. I don't think anything quite does that one as much justice. Um, It's really good. It talks about pretty much the uh, rapture of the world and how there will be some people who literally will be left behind in whatever is continuing to go on. Okay? Now, the next one, this is my favorite one, which is the 2002 movie they made called Left Behind 2. This is the Tribulation Force. This is probably one of my definitely top favorites. This one actually goes into what happened uh, weeks after the rapture. Okay, so the first movie again is talking about as people were living life and then it happened Then when they made the second one it's showing what happened after so many people are trying to figure out what happened to their loved Love loved ones. What do they do? How do you carry on and a lot of the times in this movie? the reason why I like it so much is because it was so weird in the film, watching people still continue, for example, to like go to work and do all this stuff they normally do when there were millions of people missing and no one knew what to do, right? So, of course, you had a few of the Christians and people who were still believers that pretty much band together. You know, more people were going to church, more people were, you know, trying to make sure you stay in their prayers and this and the third. And I will tell y'all, the more and more I see this, I think it's quite interesting. So, y'all, let us continue. Now, let's see. Um, Now, I will tell you all this. If you don't know this, I will tell you this as well. If you didn't know that this was the year of seven, 2023. Yes, it started the year of seven. Now, if you don't know what that means, you definitely can go back to my previous episodes and watch it into deeper context. But basically, this was the first year of, you know, the spiritual war, pretty much. It's been going, it's an ongoing battle, but this one was the definite year of what I was telling y'all about, where you're going to continue to see the world get worse and worse and worse. And I think when I see what's happening now and seeing how some people can't even handle what's going on, I can't imagine what people are going to realize is going to happen in year three or when all of the seals are finally broken. Now, if you don't understand what that means, you definitely should look into your word or your Bible or look into this. This stuff is legitly prophecy. You know, even if you're a person and you're a non-believer or you, for whatever reason, you just think this stuff is crazy, it's not. It's very spiritual and it is very, very real, okay? You know, and it's crazy, y'all. I've talked to quite a few people and y'all will be surprised how people still don't think this stuff is real. And I think it's strange because I think it's weird how people don't believe anything that folks have told them about Satan or the devil and all this stuff you hear about but they find it so easy to just disbelieve God that is so strange to me I have no idea what that's strange to me it just is it just seems like all the evil in the world and you telling me like it's easier for you not to believe God but it's easier for you to believe evil it's shocking it is I will tell y'all for some reason it's shocking and I will tell you everything they said that was going to happen is literally happening literally happening it's quite crazy and the more I listen to other people because I do watch other people's uh well mostly I ain't gonna lie I listen to mostly some of the women pastors not to say that men can't preach but I'm gonna be honest with y'all I personally do not go to church okay more than likely I will never actually go back to church and I'm going to explain to you why I won't go to church I personally believe that the spirit of evil has already taken over majority of churches and people just can't see it. I know this because I was a person I told y'all very devoutly in this for years and when I was in church God told me to leave. Even though people, I met so many people who who will say God told them this, God told them that. That was one of the that was one of the last times. I know for a fact I heard God speak to me very clearly like, speak, because in my personal experience with God, I believe God communicates with us in different ways, and only you know the way that God communicates with you. For some of us, it's dreams. For some of us, you hear it. You know, it's different stuff, but it's a complete difference from God's voice and your own consciousness and so on and so on. Now, in my experience, I heard this clear. I did not go back in years, and when I tell y'all, the year I left church, this was in and. Was it 16? It was 2016 or 17. I can't remember the exact year, but I think it was the transition between the years. Like one year was ending when another one was coming in. But I remember, um, I told y'all, somebody said something to me that really hurt my feelings. And this is the time period. I told you when I was a Christian. I'm talking about devoutly, truly living it um I met a girl who told me she was just like you're the only real Christian I have ever met she was like I don't know anybody who lives like you she's like you don't have sex you don't curse you don't do this she was like you really live by God and she was like you're the only person I've really met that's like this and in my mind I remember thinking what like I think it was the delusion um for me it was just like I think I was very naive to the way other people really lived um And then one day it just dawned on me and I really realized what she was saying. I realized there was no one else who really was living a certain way, doing right, doing this. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. It shook me, I think to my core, probably deeper than most people can understand. It's, I'll say this, it's easier for people who've lived constantly a wild and no sense of morality all of their life. It's easier to me for them to transition into a place of belief, but it's very difficult when you're a person that's lived your life majority right the entire time, and then you see the reality of the world being in this way. I can't explain to you what it does to you, but I don't look at religion the same, I don't view God the same, and I don't view people the same. It literally changed my entire perception of a lot of stuff, and I think for some people who will think like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Only, I'll say this, it's not that big of a deal to a person who does not feel this close or connected to the things that are happening around you. It probably isn't a big deal to you, but to me, it was a very huge deal. I never was the same after that. Like, literally, I was disgusted by being here. And I think it's hard for people who don't understand it. Like, I don't think most people can get it. Like, I hated the idea of being on Earth with other, f- other people. Like, it literally disgusted me to be here. I hated being around people. I didn't want to know anybody. I remember thinking, oh, my God, get me off this. Like, I was disgusted with what I saw. That's literally how I think personal. I think I took what was around me. And I think other people's mindset really irritated me more because they could be like, oh, you can't judge. You can't do this. And I said, it's not that. I think to me, it was the way I truly viewed my personal religion. And I think it was the way it made me so upset that other people could just be the way they are and not have no conscience, no moral about anything. I think, too, that's why even now I'm, like, kind of the way I am. It makes so much sense now. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, I don't look at these people as equal to me by no means. And I don't look down upon them. It's just that I do not understand how so long I could have never seen this. And I think that's why so many people tell me all the time why I'm so innocent or so sweet or et Or this. But the truth is it was because I realized... I was probably one of the last i don't know I guess one of the last few people that really lived like that and really believed it, and now I look at people men this like none of nothing about it interests me it I'm telling y'all it was a very difficult time period for my personal self and the reality of what people were really doing they were choosing this level of lust or selfishness or this over something that was better for their soul and that's why i think it's so weird now like when i tell y'all the way other people will come at me i'll be looking at them like i do not want to talk to you men. you know like the the gods from your past instead of third you know when they realize the reality of what you are you just be looking at them so disgusted like i don't even know how to explain to some people because i just really believe you won't get it unless you're a person that also was like truly i guess devoted to your religion I feel like most people who weren't, they won't understand. Like you don't understand how personal that was to me. It was very personal. I took it very personal. Cause it was disgusting to watch people be fucking evil. And everyone's laughing at being evil and everyone's celebrating evil people and people who only go after their desires and lusts and no one cared about the other things that to me always mattered more. It was so hard watching me be a, a good, good, a truly good person, and see the reality of the world be so wicked to the point where I'm like, I do not want to be here. Other people, I'm gonna say this again, you will never understand if you was not a person that really lived devoutly like that. You don't get it because more than likely you participated in the same level of stuff that other people did, so you don't understand how personal it is for a person who literally devoured their life in such discipline to something. That's why I think it's uh, when people talk about the things they do and they talk about certain stuff on this level, that's something that's why I get it, and other people who just don't understand don't. You know, it's 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 a hard... Uh, it is. I think it's a hard concept for them to hear. What do you... Oh, man, y'all had to really talk about this. I said, I, I had thought about this for a while, but I think I really um, had to truly think about the way to explain it, how deeply it affected me. And I'm telling y'all, to this day now, I think that's why I can't stand wickedness. Like, I despise it. I can't stand evilness. I cannot stand people to be a certain way and then think everything they do that's evil is somehow justifiable for some reason. Like, it literally disturbs me. And I think that's why people get upset when, at my, some some people like me saying the same thing, wisdom, or the things you say, or this, and the third, because it bothers their demons. Like, it really does. It bothers them that somebody is holding people accountable for all these immoral and ungodly ways of living and being. Like, no. And everyone's trying to simply act like it's okay. No, it's not, y'all. I have to say that. Like, it's just not. Okay? I can't even explain to y'all from murdering killing the level of the way people try to deceive others you know it's it's so many man it's so many wicked things and I think so many people who really are not aware of how wicked this world is won't get it and as a person that went down a many rabbit holes very young y'all have no idea how wicked it really is here and when I tell y'all it disgusts me and how other people can also turn their back or ignore the level of evil that's around as long as they're getting money or something from it. Even that's... I mean, I can't tell y'all the level of disturbing things I've seen. It's so its so sick. So let's continue. So this is one of the films. Um, again, the reason why I said I really like The Left Behind 2 one in particular was because I believe most people... Um, I don't know if you're not a Christian or you just simply don't believe in God. For whatever reason it is, I definitely would sense that you should definitely look into some of these films. Even if this is not your belief system or not, whatever it is, I think these would be awesome. Now, for me personally, they've also made um, a few more after Left Behind. They've done What well, The Wanted World War or they did The Rise of the Antichrist. Like, they've done... A couple of remakes but nothing in particular to me I think has really set forth more so than the early 2000 versions so yeah guys I definitely think you guys should look into those those I really like now the next film I want to talk about that was actually really good um, this film is called uh, Megiddo now if you've actually never heard of Megiddo or anything like that the original movie came out in 1999 which is the Omega code okay now if you're probably wondering like oh what is that Again, you would be amazed at how many people don't listen to this. So I'm going to explain to you what it's about. Basically, ancient codes hidden within the Torah. They reveal secrets of global events, past, present, and future. One man is out of the code, seeking the power to change the world as we know it, and for the worse. And the other seek the truth, risking his life and everything he stands for in order to stop him. So this is one of the ones, and this actually in reference to God, whether people believe it's true or not. Now, in the film... The second one was better. This one came out in 2001. This was uh, Megiddo, the Omega Code, too. This one was much better because it explained, basically, why they were doing what they're doing. So, basically, um, it's pretty much talking about being on the edge of the apocalypse, and it talks about the rise of, basically, for example, the Antichrist. It really is. They're talking about biblical calamities. They're talking about Armageddon's proportion of things that will happen on the Earth. and It talked about how one man um, with his family or his children, et cetera, this. It talked about how basically the devil got him young. You know, it's it's a lot of things into it, but I thought it was a very good movie because in the film, it basically showed how um, the children were uh, pretty much, this one child, they're both siblings, but one child was good and the other child, you could tell that he was evil. You know, the level of things that he basically was trying to do Um, I think the, how should you say, the devil got possession or hold of him while he was young. You could basically call him, what's that movie called, um, The Omen, yeah, about the kid who was, who ended up getting possessed by the devil young, and they basically raised and groomed him to pretty much be evil. Now, in this film, the reason why I thought it was so important is because you can see this guy, this boy clearly do evil throughout all of his years on life. Everything that he did or he's done, you could see that it was clearly evil. And when I tell y'all... You know, the more you see it, or the more you look at it, you're gonna be like, I. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I can't, I can't genuinely say that this wasn't a good movie. It was genuinely good, just the deepness of what was going on, and also I will tell y'all too, it showed the level of, for example, people that are in power or et cetera, how things were working. Now, as you guys know, I've made plenty of references before about the Antichrist. Yes, I definitely think it's real no matter what someone is basically telling me it i just simply can't get around these things okay this is to me that's just something that's real that's just excuse me that's just the way it is most people can't fathom excuse me or even stand to believe the idea of this but I'm telling y'all, the more and more I see it, I'll give y'all perfect examples. You'll hear people talk about the devil. You'll hear people talk about they sold their soul. you hear people talk about they do this. But still to this day, you hear you have people that are still blind to everything that's happening in this world. They will continue to tell you that, oh, people just say that for shock value. Or, oh, people just do this or just say this. Or, oh, you know, and I've heard it, y'all. Trust me, okay? <laughs> I've heard it, but I will tell you this. I'll say it and say it again. God is very real. Very, very real. And I will tell you the scary thing is, I will say, I think some of this stuff is a blur between um, ignorance and ego. Okay? I'll give you an example. Christianity, the reason why I have issues with it is because I know they're lying about a lot of the things And the Bible, for example, including hiding the book of Enoch and including not telling people the deep spiritual truths that are in the Bible. Some people are taking the Bible literal as in um, certain aspects of the stories, but really it's talking about basically how how for you to pretty much ascend. Other people just don't believe it. They literally believe it's about going to heaven, but it's about ascension. Now, I will tell you, I've met a lot of Christians and a lot of them, no matter what we'll call certain things evil, witchcraft, voodoo, this, that, the third, you know, I've heard them call a lot of the things evil, but I always like to say, you know, in reference to some of the things that my grandma said, you know, nothing that God made in this world is nasty, et cetera, bad, blah, blah, blah. The truth is people do that to it. People do. Exactly. People decide to do those things. And yes, I do think that's hard for some people to handle and or to hear. They don't want to believe that it's people, but it is. People pervert things. People continue to make them evil, okay? Now, of course, I would like to get into the Nephilim at some point, but I'm probably not going to do that today because I want to continue my list of movies. The film in particular, you guys, that I'm looking for, um, I saw it on here, but I'm trying to find y'all y'all ever know when you basically have a list and I don't know why this is basically not popping up on here usually when there's a list there is a uh like what you basically recently watched or your history they used to have this up here but I'm guessing things have changed for whatever reason do I think it's strange absolutely y'all but we we shall see I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to find it. I'm just going to see if I can put this, excuse me, our title in to see hopefully anything about it will basically pop up. Now, I have seen quite of a few different movies of The Rapture. Um, some were good. Personally, me, I've only seen one in particular, literally about it that was really, really good. It was more like one of those low-budget films that I liked. Then there was another one, Um, the thing that I saw recently that's the one I'm trying to find now to tell you guys about it it was very good and the reason why I like that one is because it's the way that it was depicted about some of the things that were taking place on earth so basically it starts off with this girl was getting married and you know she was so excited and so happy her parents were there is this it yes here it is it's called the remaining that's what it's called now this one was created in 2013 Okay, mind y'all what I told y'all happened after 2012. That was supposed to be the end of end of you know the earth. But anywho, when this one came out, I thought this film was very very good. And this film basically a bunch of friends is getting together when they were celebrating, and then a uh, terrifying basically they say an apocalyptic event happens. And the reason why I like this is because I love the way they depicted the rapture. So usually what I saw in the other films like the early 2000s. Those is where people just completely disappeared, right? No evidence of the body, nothing. The only thing that was left was people's clothes, and people didn't know what to do. And this one, the reason why I liked it is because people's bodies stayed on earth, their soul left. And when their soul left, basically all the people's eyes basically turned like this weird shade of gray or blue or something, right? And they all bodies just fell to the ground, and this was everywhere all at once, okay? Now, of course, naturally. They all start screaming and panicking because, you know, there were people that were doing everything. You saw planes crash. You saw buildings start getting set on fire. You saw all these car accidents happen. You saw uh, police officers, this, you name it, anything you could think of, all this happened at once. It's because all of these people who were basically instantly left, or their soul left their body, those were considered the people that was left to be with God, right? while other people were here. Now, this is the thing. In the film, the girl who was getting married, she was very upset because she was the person who said, I did everything right, I did this at the third. And the first thing she does is run in terror. After they go to a hospital, she runs in terror to find a book. This part was so interesting to me. She ran to look for a Bible, and she finally was able to get to a library, and she found one. And she basically put up the verse and read to everybody around her, her friends and her fiance, basically about this is the rapture. She said, this is what happens. She starts crying and praying because she's so upset that she's left, you know, basically with everyone. She can't believe it's happening. And so then something that was so interesting was as she read this and closed it. The Bible literally disintegrated right in front of their faces. Like, literally turned into ash. So, I think what ends up happening too is that people didn't have access to Bibles anymore. Like, I think they just completely disintegrated. And I thought that was so crazy to literally see that, you know? Now, the next thing that was really important to me was in the Bible, there's a verse where they talk about these creatures that are supposed to be here during this time period of the rapture. And they basically have these large wings. You know, uh, pretty much, you know, the base of the most terrifying things you could ever think of. Creatures that fly and or attack and kill people. So basically, in the film, um, as they're walking, you could hear the little creatures screech and do all this stuff. And their wings basically sound like a trampede of horses that, it, you know, the wings are so loud. So as they're praying, the girl starts praying out loud, you know, saying, Lord, protect us, protect us, God, please protect us. And as she's doing this, one of the things attack her. And they literally bite her or sting her or something. And it just so happens that on the process of doing this, uh, one of the guys the entire time, he just was recording because he was the person that was recording the wedding. So he had been recording all the way up until this time. So when they finally end up going into a church to, you know, get get to safety, um, she starts falling ill. And they're like, oh, my God, what happened? And they were like, that thing or something bit her, which was the creature I'm telling y'all about. And I believe this was probably another seal that was broken that basically a portal or something that unleashed like different levels of demons or things that are like in another spiritual realm. And they pretty much was able to come into the earth and start like wreaking havoc amongst people, you know, and um, they tried to get medication for her injury or etc. But what ended up happening was, you know, eventually she ended up dying from it. But here's the crazy part about it, y'all. As you see it continue, more and more people start getting faith or believing that these things are real or believing that this is happening. Here's what's crazy. The things that attack them, these creatures from this other dimension around that was opened up during the rapture, I realized the reason why people were being attacked by them. I kept thinking to myself, well, why is it attacking some people and not others? You know why? It was attacking every person that had faith and belief in God it was so insane like you know i thought it was a very well depicted movie like they did a really good job and i realized that it was killing people because they had faith it was murdering the people because they didn't want the faith to spread they didn't want the belief or the prayers or anything about it to to spread so that's why any person that believed or this it was instantly killed cuz people who basically didn't have any faith any this nothing those were the people who basically were alive and stayed there Everyone else, I'm telling you, the, the creatures basically instantly attacked them and they were dead. That's why you saw these creatures constantly kept attacking the church where people were trying to seek shelter in or et cetera this. Now, I know some of you are wondering why do I say um, that the church is completely evil now and the devil has taken place or taken over the church. Well, simple. Now, I can tell you this is the message I heard from God. I can't necessarily speak for other people. But when I heard this... I was in church. I was sitting there, and I never forget this. It was only me, and everyone was laughing because I remember people was making fun of me and my friend. Because me and my friend, told you, we were virgins, and everyone was making fun of us because we both could literally see through this nonsense. And I remember me and her looked at each other, and I was like, "Did you kind of see, you know, basically what I was seeing?" And she says, "Yeah, like this just seems something ain't right, you know." And I said, "Exactly, you know, me and her are picking up on the same feeling or vibe, right?" we was asking all of our friends around us we was like what did y'all think like you didn't accept this and all of our friends mind you were like no i didn't etc this or i didn't this and that's when me and her kind of realized and looked at each other and realized what was going on like i think we were aware spiritually that it was deeper like something more but only we could see it or felt it you know or heard you know etc this do I think they had anything with us being mergers, no. I think it had something to do with me and her. We both had personal relationships with God. So whatever we saw, I can't explain it to anybody else. But I never went back, and I cannot make this up, y'all. After this, I started hearing about these crazy levels of crimes and disgusting things that were happening in church. Can I make this up? Every week, you hear about something that's more and more crazy than the other. You hear about gay pastors, or you hear about these men who are secretly gay, that married women, knowing they don't like women, that still sleep with men in their church. Um, you hear about the pastor sleeping with everybody in church. You hear about them allowing orgies in church. Like, I, I people just don't believe me when I tell them this stuff is legitly happening. And they'll just ignore it and be like, oh, that's just that church. No, it's most churches, okay? Um, they will ignore the fact that most of these pastors are not of God. They Most of them have either sold their soul or they have done whatever it takes to basically have money and their money is God. That means they also allow evil within their church because they themselves are not right within. Church itself is not about money. It's about healing and helping people who are spiritually sick, who literally need to get well. That's what it was supposed to be for. I can't say now, because I know for a fact that's definitely not what church is. Now it's about who dresses the best, looks the best, sing the best. Like, y'all should see the level of strange, weird competition spirits in church, and it's not in a good way. It's very toxic. It's weird. Um, you know, people are coming there and claim they need help, but no one's really helping them spiritually. You know, I'm just being real. I'm not saying that's every church, but it's majority of them. I remember I told people, church in the future is going to be a brothel. Most people to this day still do not believe what I'm saying is real. It's literally going to be a whorehouse. Most people can say whatever and they don't believe it, but I cannot make this up day by day. I'm seeing it literally become a reality. Basically, most people nowadays—and I'm going to tell y'all why. You know, earlier when I was talking about why it hurt me so bad, like did I really didn't want to be here at all with these people on earth, like it disgusts me to be around people, was because it also was this— When I learned the way people were disrespecting church and having sex in church and doing whatever in church and they purposely came to see people, I was so disgusted how everybody was trying to make me feel like, oh, you're not normal or you're not human because I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I will never forget that. And I also remember thinking to myself, like, wow, these people have no fear of God. That's crazy. They have no fear of God and they welcome evil. You have to realize that that's insane, y'all. Like, now, I was seeing that this was the reality of things, but other people, they could not. I was just like, I'm going to say this again, y'all. They literally have no fear of God, but they welcome evil. They welcome anything or whatever makes them feel good, this, that, the third. And I used to be like, I'm telling y'all, it was just so difficult to process so difficult everybody else used to think I was tripping and I also thought it was so strange that everybody else tried to make other people seem like they was more godly but you know what I knew I knew these people did not have my spiritual gifts and I remember thinking to myself one day the same way people are making fun fun of me you're gonna wish you had the ability to see what I could and see through the nonsense of what is basically happening. I literally remember this. And I remember everybody who literally tried to say this at the third, because y'all don't believe it. Most of these people who claim to be of God are literally not of God. They genuinely don't care about the betterment of your soul in no type of way. They literally take their deals and blood and money, whatever it is, and they don't care about your soul, even though they get up there, preach and prophesy and do whatever. And people can say whatever they want to. That's insane. That's insane that we're living amongst a world of constant false prophets, constant people who know how to preach and scream and sing and act as though they're this. But literally what they are, I'm telling y'all, is literally people that are in agreement or part of the exact same problem. They have no fear of God. Okay? They literally do evil. And the fact that so many people to this day can't see upon that, say what y'all want. To. I used to tell people, I think it's weird that nowadays, like we would hope that people are doing things for the right reasons. But I am told y'all, I remember in church when I first saw, um, lights, cameras, all this stuff, right? Okay. So when I was growing up, I grew up in church of Christ in church of Christ. There is, you don't play instruments in church, there's no lights, there's no camera, none of that. It's just, you just sing from a hymn book, and that's it. You just sing off of your belief and faith in God. And that's it. Pretty much everybody could read music and or knew the songs. They're pretty much the same tempo, the same this. Just some of them are the, are different, but most are the same. For the longest time, I couldn't understand that. Now I get it. You know how they were talking about, excuse me, Lucifer? in the Bible and they talk about how he's the angel of music and this and the third. You know what's so interesting? It's because I know for a fact, singing is one thing. Adding instruments itself do something to your body. It makes you want to move and or dance. It, the frequency of sound does something to you. And I believe that yes, you know evil or whatever you wanna call it knows this, which is why they play certain beats or certain frequencies or certain sounds or certain stuff. Because it affects your body, it affects your mind, and I ultimately think that's why it wasn't some of this stuff was never meant to be in church. Nowadays, when you go to church, you can really focus to me on anything they're talking about. Now, mind you, I told you I haven't been in church in years, this is just stuff I see online. Church looks so different from the last time I went. Last time I went to a church was in, yeah, either 2016 or 17, but I remember. This is, yeah, this is when... Because before I was already going through Awakening in, like, 2012. But um, the mass when I had was in 2016. 2016, that was the one that was, like, telling you all the blinders off. It was so, I'm telling y'all, so painful. I think to me, especially, too, because I told you, I know... I'm very spiritually know what's going on. I'll just say that. I'm very connected to the most. I see what's going on in this world. And I'm just like, God, I'm so sick of this. So then, anyway um It was disturbing to see the church look like a club. Nobody could argue with me otherwise. It legitimately looks like a club. If you show me it now, I would just tell you that these people were at some type of concert. I would never believe that these people were at church. Like, let's say you've seen the video, no sound, no nothing. I would never believe they were at church. They look like they're literally at a concert. You got lights, you got camera. You got people, this, that, that, and it's so strange, y'all. It's, I'm telling you, the more I see it, I'm like, now I kind of see why this church said this and why they did this because no one wants to agree to and say that these people probably had a higher level of spiritual discernment because they could see what it would lead to. You understand what I'm saying? It's probably why they didn't allow it in the first place. Now I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm like, okay, there's a reason why they were saying these things. Then, and I'm just being honest, then after this, right, I saw, um, what was it, you know, these weird stories about these creepy pastors. And I, I'm trying to be honest, y'all, I kind of don't understand how so many people are just able to be a pastor. I mean, I swear to God, it's literally like somebody just wakes up one day and says they're going to do it. And because they simply feel like they have the faith enough that you should, you should, you should. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. Something I could never be as a pastor or something I would never want to do is be a pastor. I'm way too much of a truth teller and way too much of aware of what's going on in this world to believe any half of the stuff that people are not even aware of that's real, okay? So I basically said that these people now just become uh, pastors and preachers to basically profit off of people's weaknesses, profit off of people's need of help, or insecurities, okay, and or, you know, their lack of faith. They just simply do it because of those reasons. I cannot make this up. Every other week I hear some strange story about some pastor doing some weird sex freak stuff. Like, every other week is something. And in my mind, I'm just like, man, I can't make up how... I want y'all to... People need to hear this. The reason why I say it's so demonic to me and spiritual in another way is because they can't even do it in the decency of their own home or even have the patience to wait like, it's so bad that these people have to do it now, like, in amongst this, right? It's like something emerged out of them. That's why I used to be like, nah, something's severely wrong with these people. Everybody can say what they want to, but that's weird to me. Say what you want. Normal people would usually wait till they get home with their husband or wife, okay? They're per- like, seriously, these people can't. They're out here doing this stuff in public. They're out here literally putting this stuff for the world to see and have, like, national and platforms everywhere to just do it. Say what y'all want. Something about that to me is not right and it's strange. I'll give y'all a strange story. There was this man who was a pastor. He was from Africa. He was a sick freak. Okay, I don't know what his problem was, but he was, something was wrong with him. Personally, I believe, like, everybody going to get mad when I say this. I believe that people are possessed. And I believe people be mad when I be telling folks folks be possessed. Like, that person got a spirit on them. And, you know, a lot of people most of the time will hear me and ignore because, you know, they just don't want to believe things like this is true. And I said, okay, well, you good luck with that. So tell me why. And I'm telling y'all, these demons will tell you that they're demons. Okay, they will admit to you what they do, what they are. Like I can't make up what I what I experience. Okay? Tell me why this uh man claims to be a man of God. I know. I know they all claim to be that. And he starts a church. He's getting all this money from these people and they're tithing him this and helping him build up whatever he's doing. He's hollering and hooping. Oh God, you know how they do. Every Sunday, all this nonsense, okay? And I'm, I'm being honest with y'all. I believe black people in particular have some type of issue where they don't want to hear this. The reason why they taught y'all religion, especially to me about the stuff in church, is because they know about frequencies. Frequencies can control your mind. Frequencies can control your behavior. That's hard for so many black people to hear because they want to believe it's the Holy Spirit. You hollering, hooping, and screaming in church on Sunday is not because you feel the spirit. It's because the frequencies from the sound of music that are playing causes those things in your body to happen. You can look this up. It's literal science. Say what y'all want. I have seen so many people that just don't believe it. Okay? That's just the truth. So anyway, y'all think I'm lying. It's so powerful. I told somebody there could be a war or a crisis going on. If you play this music and these sounds and these things at a frequency, I promise you, people don't believe it. They will still start dancing and screaming even though the world is burning. That's how powerful the frequencies are. So many people do not believe this, but it's the truth. Anyway, right, this pastor of this guy whatever who claims to be of God, tell me why he basically, um, the women in his church claim to be, in, claim to be infertile. Now, in my personal opinion, I will tell y'all this. I believe some women are just simply Jezebels or Delilahs. Like, they have a very evil spirit on them. And they have a very lustful spirit. Like, that's all they have. They don't have pretty much anything else really going about themselves. They just use these levels of manipulation and evil to keep doing it. It kind of reminds me of a mermaid. I know you guys probably don't know this, but if you've never heard or seen the history of a mermaid, this is very true. Um, they do these different levels of witchcraft and of things that most people probably don't even believe is real, but anyway um, whew. So this guy uh, Tells the women in his church who are infertile that he's going to heal them now in my mind I'm just up here. Like I just feel like I know where this is gonna go and long story short he pretty much uh impregnates all the women in his church and and tell them that if they uh basically drink his seed that he has some type of sacred seed from god that's going to impregnate them yeah i i'm telling you like i can't make up these weird weird ass people that claim to be of god it's so disturbing and i have to say it like that because all these people that keep trying to convince me these folks of god i'm just looking at people like are y'all for real Something is wrong with these people. They are perverted and they are strange and they are literal demons. Folks be literally trying to convince me it's not. And I even tell people this is what happens when you continuously live a life of something that you don't realize has opened up a portal in your life and then you can't close it. Like, right, you got to do a lot of, you got to do a lot of healing, a lot of stuff to try to close certain doors. They just don't believe it. I even remember thinking to myself, look at the level of that's in church. I'm telling y'all, what, what, it was one preacher, I heard about the story, like a couple months ago. He, him and his wife are both freaks. They pretty much end up, I think, getting arrested or going to jail because he tried to solicit some of the young people in his church to sleep with him. And claimed that he had over 100-something sex toys in his church and was making people do y'all do weird sex stuff in his church sex dungeon. I can't. I can't make up what I'm telling y'all. And I know some people hear this and probably can't believe it. It's it's for real. Like, do you see what I'm saying? I even tell people, you cannot basically incorporate things that are in the world into a church type or religious type society or mindset because all you're going to do is bring the world in there. You're not uplifting it by protecting the peace, the innocence, you know, basically the peace that uh, lift that place. In order to do that, you have to keep a lot of hellish things out. Okay, I'll give y'all an example. I example. Somebody got mad when I said, I don't know why they have something like a church fashion show. I saw one, it was so demonic. Okay, literally, I can't make up what I'm telling y'all. The most demonic thing I ever say. And I'm like, why is this even happening in church? And y'all, none of the clothing was even appropriate how you gonna say it's church fashion and everybody's naked i'm up here looking at people like i can't make up what i'm telling y'all i've seen videos of girls going to church and they be wearing crop tops a crop top would never be appropriate to wear in church you basically just wear a dress yes a dress is appropriate all the time and that's about one of these tight weird club dresses that everybody for some reason think is a style like i don't even know where this style came from but it has basically overswept, like, the entire platform of clothing. Every type of style I've seen is you showing some type of skin. That is so weird to me. As a person that basically covers up my entire body, yes, it's weird, y'all. It is so You can't, I promise you, I'll be looking for clothes. You can't find none that basically covers your entire body. That's why I just buy dresses. Because I'm like, at least thank God they still make dresses for people who are normal. Say what y'all want. It's very weird in a society that no matter where you go, showing some level of skin or something is somehow normalized. How? It's like people don't even see before their eyes they're being fooled to agree to something. Okay? It's, it's not. Everybody who tries to tell me that it's appropriate, I believe it comes from that weird mindset where they say, come as you are. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I'm, I'm probably one of the few people that don't. I do not even believe that is the context of what that means in the Bible. I think people made it that way. Because I want y'all to see that's another reason why they get people. They know most people don't read their Bible, so they'll just take a phrase or a, a verse out of it. And people be like, oh, yeah. But in order to literally deliver a correct message, you have to read the entire context of where you're getting that verse from. You can't just say this verse and that's it. What is the entire parable about in in the Bible? What is the parable, right? What is the context of the story? And I see a lot of people take everything out of context all the time. Okay, if you're a person that doesn't know this, you learn some of these things when you first take English. That's why they always ask you, what was the context of the story? They're always asking you these questions. Like when you take an English test about what was the main character or the main thing about this story, what was the synopsis? What was the summary? give you this you know that's why these people are taking all this stuff out of context and I feel like they will never admit this as well like I said before they take a lot of things out of the bible so you can't understand the full context I think that's a lot of it too but yes y'all I had to bring this up I had to bring this up this is so crazy and I'm just sitting up here like yeah I'm so serious no I have not been in church in years I don't want to go to church um it does not interest me. I believe it terrifies me because I believe most of these people again are evil or occultic or they're whatever and they just claim to be of God. But the true evil of them, it shows. From the level of materialistic things they are obsessed with, from the level of the way they think everything is a blessing from God, if it's of monetary value, as if people don't know what the hell blood money is. Like, come on. I can't make up what I'm telling y'all some things are strange okay and some of these things i just feel like they need to be called out okay i don't know if y'all remember this if you if you guys don't there was this church that was um like mainstream and it was weird to me because a lot of celebrities went to that church and in my mind i'm like i'm definitely not going to no church that got a bunch of celebrities going to it hell no you know that's just how i feel hell no like no Because nobody can argue with this. No person that's a celebrity is a person of God. They're not. You have to understand that the truth is you're going to choose a side. And it's going to clearly be a divide. You cannot be one foot in, one foot out. You can't do, et cetera, this. And the truth is, if you ultimately choose monetary value over things, even though you'll say, well, I'm not as evil as these people but you still want to participate in it to basically get make money or whatever you want to claim, you're just like, like people don't want to hear that that's true, but it is, okay? I'm one of those people that, that understand that. And I just be looking at folks like, it's no way around it, and some people hate the idea of it, so they rather just not hear about it or ignore it because they don't wanna accept that that's what they are. You know what I mean? Or they wanna believe like, oh, I'm better than these other people. They're just like these people, y'all, okay? If they really want to help celebrities, they really want to do this, okay, they will tell these people to come out the lifestyle they in, repent and change, but they don't. But they will gladly accept their money. I don't care what y'all say, that is crazy, okay? I'm sorry, but I'm one of them people that will be like, you're better off getting help. Money can only do so much before it drives you literally crazy. Mm, and I also think it's interesting how people always think money is a blessing. Sometimes money is sent there to test you. People don't believe that either. So see what you would rather do. I remember um, I was talking to uh, one of my guy friends about this. And I told him, I said, you better be real careful about you know the things you want or do in life. And he goes, why do you say that? I said, money is not everything that you think it is. And I said, you're going to be very surprised. Sometimes God gives you everything that you want to see what you would do with it. And I said, you will never realize that it's a test. And I said, sometimes it'll get so crazy that I told him, I said, you can't see the truth of people because of money. I told him the truth. And I even told him, and of course, if you don't know this, money only intensifies the reality of what you are. If you're naturally a good person, you're going to continue to be a good person even though you have money. And when you're naturally evil and you've always been obsessive or selfish or vain or self-absorbed or literally always jealous, money's going to end, make that ten times worse for you. Right? It, and I'm telling y'all, as you see, it explains so much in our society. But yes, y'all, I want to talk about this today. And remember, you don't want truth or lies. Peace. Music